Hello, everybody. I'm Riley from Carolina Housing, and I'm over here with... I'm Matt Bertram. I'm the Assistant Director of Marketing for Carolina Housing. And we have two awesome guests from the LGBTQ Center with us today. I'm so excited to learn more about the LGBTQ Center and everything that they do for students here at Carolina. Coming to university is such a unique experience and it comes with so much self-discovery and deciding who you are and who you want to be. And that's a really difficult thing to deal with for a lot of people. And that's before you take into account, you know, if they're struggling with their gender identity or sexual orientation, or even if they're not struggling, if they're totally secure and they know exactly who they are, there's still so much growing to do because everyone is always on their own journey and they're always evolving. And, you know, when I was in school, uh, when I came to university, I was totally secure in my sexuality and all that, but I still learned about so many other facets of myself and the person who entered at university wasn't the person who left despite, you know, me having the same sexual orientation or whatever. And I think what facilitated that so much was being able to be around other queer people who had similar shared experiences and we could just, you know, uplift each other and learn from each other. And that helped me really become a better person. So I'm so thrilled that we have the UNC LGBTQ Center with us today to let students know how to get involved, whether they're LGBTQ or not. Everybody has learning to do and it'll make them better people. Yeah, I think that's really well said, Riley, because the most important thing when you think about all the stresses of college, going off to college for the first time, the questions that are on your mind of, you know, can I do this? Am I going to get good grades? Did I pick the right major? Did I, do I have the right meal plan? Where am I going to live? I mean, there's just so many different logistical things on the mind for a college student. And there's like this pressure to feel like you're supposed to know what you're going to do and what you're going to study and what you're going to spend the rest of your life doing professionally and college is going to put you on that path. It's overwhelming. There's a ton of stress and pressure. I think about my own journey going to college. I went to school in state. It, the campus was 40 minutes from where I grew up and I was still really nervous about it and I had plenty of questions that were on my mind. And so layering on top of that, if you're someone who is questioning, if you are closeted, if you're trying to discover who you are, your own identity, okay, now you're going off to college. Am I going to fit in? Am I going to be accepted? Is being myself good enough? Really stressful. And so I am so thrilled and honored that we're talking to the LGBTQ Center today because the work that they're doing, the resources that they provide is so needed and so important because when you come to Carolina, it's critical that everyone knows that this is an inclusive environment, that you are welcome for who you are, that you are part of this community, and it doesn't matter what your background is, what your identity, there's a place for you here. We're all welcome. We're all part of this Carolina community. And so Jay and Brianna are walking in here momentarily. We'll get them set up in front of the mic and uh, we'll get started. College, it represents many things and more than just earning a degree. It's about the journey. It's about the moments of triumph and failure that shape us into the people we hope to become. You are built to do hard things, built to answer the challenges of your age. It's about lifelong friendships and the mentorship from professors that guide us along the way. College is a time of incredible growth and self-discovery. It's a time when we navigate the challenges of the classroom and the complexities of campus. 
forming connections with peers from all walks of life with different backgrounds, cultures, and experiences. An education being something that no one can take away. And an education becomes part of you, a foundation for your life going forward. College is about finding a sense of community and belonging. It's about discovering newfound passions, late night study sessions, and meeting a new best friend. From taking a sip of the old well to storming Franklin Street in celebration, this is what it means to be a Tar Hill and living on campus is at the center of it all. Welcome to Campus Connection, a Carolina housing podcast. Hello, I am especially excited for today's episode. We are here with some outstanding members of the LGBTQ Center here at UNC. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, hi, uh, I'm Brianna. I also go by B, pronouns are she or they. I am the administrative support specialist for the LGBTQ Center. Hello, my name is uh, Jamali Stockett. I go by Jay. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I am the assistant director at the LGBTQ Center. Excellent introductions. Um, I'm really looking forward to learning more about the LGBTQ Center today. Uh, and I think everybody listening is gonna learn some things that are really valuable, whether they're LGBTQ or whether they're not. You know, everybody is in a different place on their own personal journey with their sexuality and gender. You know, where I was, uh, you know, my experience as a queer college student on my campus will be totally different from someone else at UNC and different from a whole other person. But I think what is so amazing about the center is that you're there to meet students wherever they are on their own journey and always have open doors and welcome arms for them. So I'm so excited to get into this. Yeah, I mean, I think the natural place to start is what is the LGBTQ Center and who is it serving and how? And just give us kind of the overview of the LGBTQ Center itself. For me, the LGBTQ Center and the reason why I decided to become part of the UNC family is the LGBTQ Center has been an amazing place for students to find community and connect. It's been a space for them to learn about who they are, learn more about the things that they want to be involved in, but also a place for them to discover more about who they, they move towards and where they want to be. Um, as both students and professionals. Well, and I know your expertise, some of it, some of your wide expertise is in programming and the LGBTQ Center has so much programming. You guys have, you know, there's the Story of Us performance, Pride Week, Safe Zone program, game nights, guest speakers, movie nights, the advocacy awards, you guys do like everything. So we can't talk about all of it, unfortunately, or we would be here forever. But are there maybe one or two programs that are your favorite or maybe one that you're just really proud of putting together that you'd like to highlight and talk a bit more about? The first thing that came to mind was uh, we recently did a queer tabletop night, which um, honestly comes from, it was born out of my love for tabletop games and how they kind of helped me figure out my own sexuality. Like I always tell people my D&D character knew I was queer before I did. Um, so, <laughs> and we had an amazing turnout for that. Um, like I would have been happy if one person had showed up, uh, but um, we basically filled all the tables um, and it was it was amazing just to be in that space and it's something we hope to bring up or bring back regularly um into our programming going forward um but i also uh, wanted to talk about our student ambassador program because it was something that wasn't listed and and i think it is definitely going through some changes right now um, but i think this the student ambassador program is basically a way for students to become more involved with the center um and you know volunteer uh, take on roles that 
um, they may be interested in, uh, whether it's like student and peer mentorship, uh, connecting with other queer students on campus, as well as like even the little stuff like social media and marketing can have a big impact. So we're in the process of revamping that right now, um, and I'm super excited for that going into next year as well. I think two of the programs that I definitely wanted to mention, um, one is Club Soda. It's our substance-free uh, social gathering group where we concentrate on having fun, um, doing activities where we bring people together and connect, but also without any alcohol or substances involved. And we definitely want to create those spaces where students can feel engaged um, in their academic and, and social uh, lives without the introduction of, of substances. They can just be free to, to have fun and engage. So Club Soda is, is our version of that. Uh, we do it um, on every other Tuesday of the month. And the second one is our uh, QGAPS, uh, Queer Graduate and Professional Students Program, where we invite a uh, graduate coordinator to come in and create activities and programs that are centered and focused on the graduate students. That sounds like so much fun, um, especially I, I would be maybe biased towards the tabletop night. B, I do have to ask, what is your character? What's your favorite class? Are you like a druid? Are you a sorcerer person? Like, where are you? So I actually, um, now I'm a forever DM. <laughs> I DM'd <laughs> once and now that's all I do. Um, but my first character is probably the one that's closest to my heart. Uh, she was a drow warlock. And I think warlock has consistently remained my favorite class. Okay, I'm playing right now, and I'm currently a sorcerer, but I was, I, I'm partial to druids, but I had to shake it up. And I'm a rabbit folk, um, so nice. I'm very cute. I always, I always pick the most like disgustingly cute character. I'm always like a fairy or a bunny or something just absurd, um, and then I just blow things up. That's amazing. And I'm a level 59 ice mage, <laughs> and I can shoot electrical bolts out of my, my palms. That's my Important special things. ability. Uh, no, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it, it sounds cool. It sounds cool. <laughs> okay, so, you know, if someone's interested in joining Tabletop Night or any of these other amazing events, how do they go about that? Is it on social media? Is it on HeLife website? Is there an email? What can they do? So pretty much all of the above. We have a listserv that goes out, that puts out newsletters regularly for... Um, News and Notes is our primary listserv that goes out, but we also have one for specifically for QGAPS programming as well as uh, faculty and staff and alums. Um, although the alum one, we are still working on getting back into publication. Um, social media is also a really good way to do that. Uh, we have an Instagram and Twitter. We do have a Facebook for those who still use Facebook. Um, and we're working on a I Discord I feel like that was server. a direct insult. Yeah. <laughs> I looked right at you, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, we're actually working on putting together a Discord server. That's cool. So for anyone listening right now that, you know, they're hearing about the different resources that are available and maybe they just feel a little nervous, a little apprehensive about getting involved, what would you say to someone that wants to get involved, but they, they just have that nervousness? How would you uh, encourage them to, to still participate? One thing that I love about the, the college experience is that it's a, it's a time for youngers to really explore and discover things about themselves. And I always think it's a great place for students to, to imagine that they're still seeing themselves reflected in inside, but also just in the world. And they don't have to decide on anything. So don't feel badly about feeling nervous or apprehensive. That's, that's very common, but please know that the center is a place where we have that understanding and we want you to feel like you can engage all of those spaces in yourself and discover 
all of those places that you want to know more about. And we are here to, to support that process. And, and we want you to feel supported in that. I really hope students listening take that to heart because they definitely shouldn't miss out on these amazing opportunities. You know, it's easy to see these as just fun activities because they are fun activities, but they are so important to feeling connected to your community, um, to getting to know people on campus, and that's great for your mental health, um, and just a feeling of belonging and safety and security that every student deserves. So I guess then on that note of community, I would love to talk about our partnership with the LGBTQ Center, which is Pride Place in Joyner Hall. Um, I could describe it, but we were talking about this earlier and you described it so beautifully. So I would, I would love for you to explain to our listeners who may not know what Pride Place is and what they do. So Pride Place is a partnership between the LGBTQ Center and Carolina Housing where we wanted to provide a safe learning environment, but also a place for um, LGBTQ, um, non-LGBTQ students to feel safe and, and connected and supported while they're um, here at Carolina while they're exploring their personal lives, while they're building on their academic success here. It usually is in a residential, uh, it's part of a, a program called the RLP, which is a residential learning program. It usually is a part of a residential facility. It usually takes up one floor of that. Um, it is was previously at Cobb and now it's at Joyner. And it everybody that is on that floor has an um, open mindset and perspective about learning more about sexual orientation, gender identities, gender expressions, and learning how to support those who are, but also if they do identify, learning how to engage and support themselves. I would have absolutely killed for that when I was in college. That sounds like the coolest thing ever. Um, I can't imagine the the party nights, you know, the, the respectful, not too loud, safe party nights. Um, but that just sounds like so much fun. Um, and I guess I'm going to get on my little housing soapbox to remind incoming first year students that you can still apply to be in Pride Place. I highly recommend doing it by May 15th because that is your priority deadline and spots are finite and first come first serve. There are still openings, but definitely apply. If you just go on your housing portal, you should see an option for RLPs and you can apply right there. And we really hope you do. Um, and even if you're not an incoming first year student, there are still a couple spots available you can still update your housing preferences and apply to be in the RLP. Again, spots are limited, so we can't promise much, but you should definitely go for it. And if you can't make it in this year, absolutely make it in next year because you can be any class standing. So I, I think 10 out of 10 recommend from everybody in this room. Yeah. Absolutely. You should work in uh, marketing, Riley. Um. <laughs> Well, outside of programming, which it seems like you guys have down pat, what resources do you have for students who are maybe facing some struggles or adversity that need assistance? We have several uh, resources right there at the center. We have a pretty open and comfortable place for students to come in, and we have a table that has all our resources that are connected in our partnerships with the community so they can learn about the resources that are not only on campus, but also locally. Um, we have our programming that is centered in on su the supporting the students. We have our um, programs that we are partnership with CAPS and mental health uh, wellness. I think a lot of our, our strongest resources come from our partnerships on campus. I know Jay you mentioned it already, but um, we've got partnerships with like uh, the gender violence service coordinators. They, we, they have drop-in hours. It's about once a month at this point. And then we've also partnered with a few student organizations um, on campus. And then we also, beyond campus, 
we have like partnerships with just local LGBTQ centers. So we've got partnerships with the LGBTQ Center of Durham, as well as the LGBT Center of Raleigh. There are a lot of resources that we that we use, um, and we're starting. And one of the things that we wanted to do when B and I first came on is to increase the reach and connection that we have with agencies, both local and on campus. Um, so that we increase our networking, but also increase the ways in which we can uh, support the students here. And so each day is a learning process, but we're building and building. So if you are a student um, who has questions, please feel free to give us a call or come into the center and um, we will we will support you and, and figure out ways to help. And if we don't know the answer, we'll, we know where to reach out to, to to get it for you. I don't know if either of you heard when you when you walked in, but you know, Riley and I, we were talking, you know, off the top of the show, about the student journey for someone who is LGBTQ and the very unique set of challenges that that might pose, right? And so I wanna ask you, I'm really interested in hearing about what those challenges look like for you at the center when you're providing resources and guidance for students. What does that look like? Can you talk about anything specifically in terms of, you know, any anecdotes that come to mind, just generally speaking? I want an LGBTQ student that you know, may be listening to this to understand, okay, I can go here. This is a place for me. This is a safe place for me to go. And whatever, whatever that looks like, whatever that resource for them looks like, talk about maybe some of the specific examples of what you provide um, for students here at the center. One of the big ways of learning how to engage students here at Carolina was when students come to the center and they have questions about how they can seek gender-affirming support from the center. And one thing that is, it seems very, very um, low-key as far as when we register, or when you go to school, you put your name down, you register for your classes, you figure out where you want to live. Being in the system, your name, how you're identified as far as your sexual orientation or your, your gender identity is huge and it allows you to feel comfortable and confident in who you are and how you identify and how you express that while you're a student here. So one of the big questions we always get is how to drop the dead name, your dead name, and get the name that you've chosen and, and to be identified as with that and, and to have that used as you move through um, your time at Carolina. And Jay, I don't want to assume that everyone listening is going to understand every term that we use. I just want to really set the approachability for this episode at a low level. Can you just explain again what dead naming, what that means for someone that's listening? All right, so I'm going to hop in on that. So dead naming is, is just essentially um, for someone who does not identify with the gender they were assigned at birth. Um, a lot of times it's your birth name or previous nicknames that were used to refer to that person, but that name has since changed to better like, to better suit their identity, their presentation, and how they feel. Another thing I want to explore with the both of you is, you know, if there's a student listening right now who is maybe questioning, who is closeted, what, what would your advice be to them? So if I kind of I'm thinking about that perspective for a moment. And I think about coming to college and maybe I'm still in the process of discovering myself and my identity 
in how I feel about all of those questions. And I'm coming to college. And now that's a whole extra set of questions that we were talking about in the intro, Riley. So, you know, just what would your advice be? Because college is scary enough as it is. There is a a lot of uncertainty and a lot of stresses on the minds for students. And if someone is questioning closeted, you know, whatever that personal experience may be for them, what would your advice be? Because I have to imagine that's quite overwhelming. I want to speak to this as somebody who was recently in college and is recently questioning. Um, I think uh, my main message would be it's okay um, to question. You don't have to have an answer and you don't have to decide. Um, I think LGBTQ centers as a resource, not only the UNC Chapel Hill one, but others in the area um, are great. Um, I would say, honestly, our events are not just for queer people. While they are focused on um, the queer experience and supporting and creating safe spaces for queer folks, they are open to everybody. So I would honestly recommend just trying out an event. We have different events that are uh, focused on different subjects. We recently had uh, in Unwinded Design, which was an art event that we had a lot of people excited about. And then I mentioned the Queer Tabletop Night. Um, and then our club soda, we kind of vary the different types of activities we do. So I would say just try it out, come to an event to kind of circle back around as someone who's recently been questioning their own gender identity. I honestly just showed up to one event at the LGBT Center of Raleigh and that was fine. I was I felt safe and comfortable and fine with questioning, and then that was it. <laughs> um, so it, it's okay to explore options. It's okay if you only go to one event, um, but we would definitely recommend at least just giving it a shot. I, I feel like also um, one thing that for to remind students of is that the resources that we you have here at Carolina, um, they are to, here to support you. They are here to help you along as you're as you move through your journey here. Some of those may be in celebration and exploratory. Some of those may be challenging. And regardless of whatever that path is, the resources that we provide here, especially at the center, will help you move through that. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be an expert. Um, you really can just be a person who is curious, who wants to learn more, um, who wants to feel motivated and, and empowered to do that, make that process. And so please come visit us in, in um try some events out and just explore and have fun. And, you know, I think you hit on something there, Jay. I I really love what you said because that's what college is about. If we're just talking about college in general, it's about exploring, it's about discovering, it's about learning who you are, what you want to do, what you want to be. And so I think that, you know, the services that you provide at the center is in direct alignment with that. And I I really like what what you hit on there with what you said. And then thank you, B, for sharing that. Um, That was great. I I loved learning about that. And you brought up a great point that, you know, it's not just about LGBTQ students. It's about everybody. And I think maybe people don't appreciate the value of bringing in non-LGBTQ people because they also need to learn and they may want to know more about the communities, the culture, the history, and how they can be a better ally. So if a non-LGBTQ student is listening and they want to learn more about the communities and how they can improve as an ally and continue to educate themselves, where would you point them? Our Safe Zone program, honestly, is the the first place I would point them. you know, one of the core tenets of the LGBTQ Center is education. Um, and the Safe Zone, I think, is the largest branch of that. Um, it, there are trainings that we host 
multiple times a semester. Um, they're not really on a specific schedule. So we have our core safe zone curriculum as well as a healthcare specific safe zone curriculum because UNC. Um, <laughs> and then we also have um, like uh, safe zone focused on different gender identities and sexualities. So we've got bisexuality, trans and non-binary identities, intersex identities, and more. A lot of our general trainings are open to the Carolina community, so anyone can jump in. Yeah, and so that's actually, Jay, I mean, if you recall, that's actually how I first reached out to the center. I saw a safe zone placard on the doors of some of my coworkers and was immediately interested in learning what that was. And give me some of the, the background on that, because I think it's a really, really cool program. So that's a great question. It, it Safe zone, I'm, and I'm really proud of the legacy of um, our previous assistant director at the LGBTQ Center, April Callis, who really spent a lot of time and effort really building up the, the Safe Zone program. It is a foundational curriculum and training that we use to bring people into a, a better understanding and a better role for allyship and advocacy when it comes to uh, LGBTQ identifying people. Um, and we have opened up that training to uh, any group, any agency, um, and those we offer that free for for people who are associated or connected with the with the UNC um, Carolina family, and we offer training that talks educates people about how to engage the LGBTQ community in ways that are intentionally inviting and supportive, and how to build on that and increase their understanding and engagement and connection with LGBTQ identifying people. Well, I'm then so excited to do my own safe zone training. I have to admit a little embarrassingly, I hadn't done it yet, but I am thrilled to move forward and do it. You guys have sold me on it. Um, and overall, I just can't say how impressed I am with all the work you do. And I thank you so much for coming in and sharing your stories with us and sharing the resources that every student can access. And I hope that they do access. And I'm so glad to learn more also about like the history and your current things going on. I think I've definitely been missing out. Um, I really need to stop by your office now, maybe attend some events. They sound really fun. Um, so before we wrap up, could you just give everybody one more reminder, you know, get your get your pens and paper, everybody, um, like your social media handles, your website, how else they can find you, where your office is located. Um, just give one more recap on that before you wrap up. All right, so uh, they, I first want to thank you guys for having us as well. It's been an honor to talk about the center and our programming as well as a little bit about the history of the center. Um, our social media handles are UNCCHLGBTQ. It's a lot of letters, so I'll say them again. Uh, UNCCHLGBTQ on Instagram and Twitter. And then our Facebook page is UNCLGBTQ Center. Um, our website is lgbtq.unc.edu, and our office is over in Sasby South, so 385 Manning Drive. Uh, we are in Suite 3308, and just look for the bright purple room with the purple couch. We're neighbors. Yeah, we're right across the street. Sasby North for Carolina Housing, Sasby South for the LGBTQ Center. Uh, Jay, let's wrap up. 
thank you again for this opportunity. And um, every time that I've had an engagement with um, Carolina Housing, it's been it's been amazing. It's been fun. It's 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 been supportive. And I'm, I'm I even though I feel nervous at the moment, um, it's been great getting to know everybody at Carolina Housing. And I hope we continue our partnership and connections. I wanted to before I get out here plug Pride Week. Uh, Pride Week is uh, going to be a week full of activities and events that will be. Um, geared towards the LGBTQ community here at Carolina, but we'll also be celebrating our 20th anniversary uh, this year. So uh, please, April 10th through the 14th, check all your social media, look for areas on campus uh, to know more about the week of events. We're really excited about it. So we hope everybody comes out and is able to engage at least one activity or event. That's outstanding. And one last thing, I I have to thank both of you. I know we were talking off air before we started this episode that podcasts and wearing headphones and sitting in front of microphones is not necessarily something that either of you do on a regular basis. So we want to thank you for overcoming your uh, nervousness and anxieties. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. And as per tradition, we like to kind of just wrap a little bow on each episode with a curveball question. And I will ask, we were talking about the nervousness level on a scale of one to 10 before we started the show. Where are we now? B, tell me, scale of 1 to 10, has the nervousness subsided after about 30 minutes of our show? I would say yes. Uh, I, I would probably put it more at a 4 now with a slight headache. Oh. That, <laughs> from the adrenaline. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope it's not from us. <laughs> no, not at all. And and Jay, uh, ho- hopefully the listeners don't have a headache. I, I don't even know how to how to respond to that. But uh, uh, Jay, how how are we doing over there? Okay, honestly, I started out um, above the scale at about an eleven. I have dropped down to a very comfortable uh, soft nine. A soft you didn't nine. Throw it. That is outstanding <laughs> progress. That is that's amazing. I've gone from a four to. A two, you always have to stay on your toes. You can never be a zero um, or something will come at you and you won't be ready for it. But what are you, Matt? I I, I think I've just kind of stayed flatlined at a one. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, no headache, no fever. So anyway, uh, thank you both so much. Thank you for coming on LGBTQ Center. Amazing resource. We appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate it five stars and follow us so that you stay up to date on our new episodes. And to stay up to date on everything Carolina Housing, make sure to follow us on at Carolina Housing on Instagram, Housing Carolina on Twitter, or Carolina Housing on Facebook. Or, you know, just come by our office and uh, say hi. Campus Connection, a Carolina housing podcast.